Hello, uh, I'm the new comms and marketing officer for Parenting Now and I will be taking over the parenting podcast as the amazing Evelyn Little has moved on to new pastures but I'm really excited to be joined today for this new episode with uh, Elaine Hanna who is our parental participation officer and with Rosie Keeney who is our new business development officer and we'll be discussing um, how parenting in the pandemic has been and how the COVID-19 crisis has affected us over the past eight or nine months. Um, so to start, Elaine, why don't you tell me how many kids you have and what ages they are? Um, okay, yes, yeah, so thank you very much, Catherine. I'm Elaine and I have five children. So I have one boy and four girls. Um, my, my son, he's the eldest, he's 17. And then my four girls are 15, 14, 13 and 12. So they're all quite close in, close in age, all that teenage age group. Um, so it's, it's a busy household. That's, that's, quite, that's quite a lot of, of kids and quite a big age range as well. Like they're all teenagers, but, you know, there's quite a, a scope. So they're all in kind of very different stages. Yeah. Um, my eldest, he, he was at the stage of, um, at the beginning of all this, where they were talking about predicted grades. Um, so just maybe typical 70-year-old boy. Uh, he had not cared in the world about predicted grades. In fact, he was quite happy about that because oh, he right. at exams. Um, the school bag was literally thrown in the corner because it's like, oh, I'm, I'm done with that. So we don't need to do that anymore. I don't need to study. Um, now I think when it came to sort of near results time, he then was feeling a bit anxious because okay. then that's that's when the realization of um, oh goodness, I haven't sat my exam, so you know what is going to happen, or am I going to have done done well enough? Um, but yes, all different sort of age groups, and and four girls of that teenage those teenage years and going through hormones and. <laughs> Um, all those other transitions that teenagers go through um, as well as now living in, in the world we're living in now. So it's, yes, absolutely. it's quite challenging. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> what about you, Rosie? How many kids do you have? What ages are they? Hi, Catherine. I have four children. Um, I have two boys and two girls. The age ranges is the eldest is 16, uh, the eldest girl. The next one is 14. And the next boy is 12 and then the baby toddler is two. So I have quite an age gap between some of mine. <laughs> that is so, that's so exciting. Like because you have the top end and then yeah. like a wee baby as well, which is. Yeah, really it's great. And do the older, <laughs> your older kids help out? And, you know, do they look at Yeah, they, they really do. And I think lockdown really emphasised that for me, you know, getting them involved more with the toddler. Because I know I'm a big sister to four younger sisters and I basically helped with them all the time. So, yeah, it's really, really good because now I can see they are actually capable of helping and doing more around the house and looking after the toddler when they need to. So, yeah, it's been a real it's been a good opportunity for me to do that. Well, that's really good. So you have kind of found that through, do you think it's from actually being in in the house more that they've taken yeah. interest or is it just, you know, that they almost need something to concentrate their energies on? 
I suppose it just it changed a lot of things. You know, it changed a lot of my expectations of what they were capable of doing. You know, they're, they're able to do things that I kind of surprised me a little bit. You know, if anything, when the pandemic hit, it was actually my teenagers that kept me grounded because I was freaking out a little bit. You know, I think we were just all as a mom, you're like, how am I going to protect my family? How am I going to protect my children? Yeah. And at the initial stages, I was, it's like Armageddon, you know, <laughs> what was going to happen? And uh, <laughs> so my teenagers were so cool about it. It's going to be fine. You know, they were delighted to be off school because any teenager would at that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have to say the teenagers kept me grounded. They really did. What about your kids, Lane? Do you think the same? Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with what, what you're saying there. I was that same mum at the beginning of the pandemic when all the news was coming, if everything closing down. I was anxious mummy, um, sanitising everything. Kids weren't allowed <laughs> out. And, and and it was it was definitely um, my children that then nearly made me feel a wee bit more chilled out or relaxed about everything yeah. that was going on. And it was um, trying to look at all the positives because at that time, I mean, we had so much sunshine um, that we never have for such a long time. So we were doing things, you know, in the garden. They were all, they all had jobs, but they were willing. They were like, oh, can we paint the fence or can we plant things? Or So they were nearly asking or looking for things to do as well. So we then just were, were, we kept busy or we were baking. We done what everybody else done, you know, making the banana bread or, you know, baking all the time um <laughs> were kept busy. and definitely yeah I think it was they sort of yeah grounded me definitely um plus I also realized that um I was making them anxious especially my two younger girls because they were hearing what I was saying you know I was listening to the daily updates I was living on social media I was talking about what was going on within the house so they could hear hear all of that so because I was so anxious then I was quite aware that they were nearly wary about you know going outside and whether they could go outside the garden or who yeah they were picking up on your anxieties yeah oh absolutely and yeah. then that that was that was sort of the realization for me of oh goodness I need to sort of model to them that you know how to yeah. cope with anxieties or how to cope with yeah. what's going on and that it is going to be okay you know we're all you know mm-hmm. we're all safe at that time um I was like, able to work from home I was very lucky that I could work from home so I was yes. there when they were homeschooling um my husband was furloughed at that time so he was at home so it was looking at all those positives of um the weather was so nice we were all at home together mm-hmm. um and yes yeah. we had good days and bad days and days were because we were all in the house all at the one time um, there was challenges in, in, in around that because there's so many teenagers and adults in the house and with all their their, mm-hmm. their own views or um, opinions and things but in saying that the, the most of the time we had such good fun together it was like a really it was a really fun mm-hmm. time and we've done lots of good things together and and I think that's then what we mm-hmm. tried to focus on all those positives and yeah um, and, the, and the good things rather than, than yeah. focusing on, on the negative because it can really bring you bring you down yeah. Absolutely. You know, we mm-hmm. conducted, as, as you both know, we conducted our own parenting in the pandemic survey, the survey in May. And um, your feelings kind of reflect the vast majority. Um, you know, an average of 73% answered that they either agreed or strongly agreed that the pandemic was difficult. 
um, it has profoundly affected ev everyone's lives across like every aspect of society. But for parents, particularly, it's been especially difficult, you know, as all, all of us are now working from home, which has been great because it's, it's kept us safe. But, you know, working from home is very different when you're able to work from home and you're maybe alone and you don't have kids like myself. But if you live with, you know, maybe two children who are under the age of five, your experience of that is going to be very different. And, you know, I just wonder how you both have kind of coped with that and like learned to make space for your work environment while still being able to be there for your children in the mm -hmm. middle of so much chaos and upheaval. Definitely. <laughs> um, for me, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was very much, um, we're gonna be organized. We are gonna try and stick to your, the daily routine that the children would have still had at school and um, the kids would be up as normal as if they were normally going to school, I was normally going to work. Um, and that very quickly fell to the wayside because <laughs> I was working from home. They were homeschooling. We were trying to work out Google Classroom codes. Um, it was just, we just very quickly learned that it was just quite stressful to be doing both. So there was days that you know the sun was shining and I would have said, look, don't worry about that homework now. We'll, we'll, we'll get it done and we'll get around to it. And it was about lowering, I suppose, my expectations because I did was like, right, okay, you know, we need to do this. We need to have homework done and we need to make sure that's in in time. And, you know, I need to be working and, and plus we need to do the housework and everything else that goes along with parenting. And it was about just going, do you know what? it'll get done um, mm -hmm. and it was just about looking at you know what really is a priority now and it is just that everybody's happy and healthy and everybody's safe mm -hmm. um, and you know we'll get caught up in what school work or you know that's that's another day um, so there was days that were, it worked really well days it just didn't work at all yeah now that the children are at school and they have that routine of going to school and I have the space then at home um, in peace to work from home definitely for me it's easier and um, because you're not having to try and homeschool or mm -hmm. or get them up for breakfast or do all mm -hmm. or prepare dinners for them or do all those things you have time to sort of concentrate and, and do your do your um work um mm -hmm. and I do try to work from home even be strict on my time that I know okay well this is if I was at work I would be logging off at this time so I need to log off the laptop needs to be put away out of sight um and I have created like my own space as well that is, you know, sort of my work area. So that, mm -hmm. you know, I have that time to, to concentrate on, on work, work things. But Absolutely. it definitely is a challenge. Definitely. Yeah, and it's, yeah sorry. The, the, the children going back to school has, has probably improved that situation for families all over. But then, you know, with children going back to school, there's now the added worry of, you know, isolation and you know other children potentially mm -hmm. getting sick and then bringing it home and it there's pros and cons um but it's great that children are able to go back to school and still get their education um you know i yeah. imagine that lots of parents really struggle to kind of try and as you said juggle everything and in the mm -hmm. end whenever you're kind of trying to live through something as stressful as, as this has been 
while keeping everyone together, there's always going to have to be something that gives. Um, so, you know, what about you in that sense, Rosie? Are, are your kids, have you sent them all back to school and are they happy to be there? Are they enjoying it? Yeah, they're all back to school since September. And like Elaine, it was, you know, it was a juggle trying to keep everything going. But I think you just had to be realistic and try and keep your routine going. And ultimately the homeschooling, it gave me such a real appreciation for teachers and what they do, because you don't see that side of things. You know, you don't see what goes on in the school and trying to get one task done was like banging your head against the wall. <laughs> but no, it, it was a real eye opener that way. And I do believe that things happen for a reason and that was a good experience for us as parents. Um, but yeah, they're all back at school. I think the most important thing for children at the minute is a social interaction. You know, they missed all that so much when it was locked down. They didn't get to go anywhere. They didn't get to meet up with friends. And at least at school now, I've not had anybody say to me at the minute, they don't like school, which was a constant reminder when things were normal. So at least they're getting that interaction with their friends. You know, and yeah. A change of heart about school. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> There's a, yeah. Probably yes, they've kind of realized, oh, school isn't that bad. Though, yeah. For some children, it's actually been the opposite, where they've, you know, enjoyed their time at home almost to a point that when it came back in September to going back that they were really consumed by worries and they weren't sure that they wanted to go. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's just, it's hard to know what the, 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 right, the right way to go about life is now. I kind of feel like there's no yeah. right answers for anyone and we're all just kind of trying to do our best. And maybe like yeah. we've been discussing today is, important to take away from that is you know being a bit looser with with yourself and being a bit more gentle with yourself mm -hmm. and also with them yeah and kind of accepting yeah. that you know some we're all going to have our good days and we're all going to have our bad days and our children are going to be right there in the same kind of emotional spectrum as we are yeah <laughs> <laughs> basically yeah we just kind of need to be a bit a bit more forgiven of each other's little quirks than usual <laughs> without a doubt Catherine because even as adults we can have meltdowns you know children are exactly the same they need the space and time to have their meltdown yes. and then talk to them about it help them you know understand it so as adults we're exactly the same yeah. I think that's right Rosie and it is it is definitely about um just talking to your children and listening because if we're having all those feelings you know, like we hear other children are feeling all those exact same feelings as well. And it's it's about how do we release maybe those feelings in it in a safe way or a healthy way, you know, how do we deal with, you know, um our anxiety mm -hmm. or our worries or stresses mm -hmm. and, and role modeling that so our children can see how we mm -hmm. manage that and, and cope with that and, and give them the tools that they yeah. can they can do it. Yeah. Um also um but yes my the same we did those anxieties going back in September. You know it's okay to go back should we come back you know what if somebody gets coronavirus and mm -hmm. all of that and i'm sure mm -hmm. even you know yourself will say is this the same in regards as a parent i want them to go back to school but still yeah. had those worries and concerns that yeah. is it definitely safe are they going to be okay yeah and still yeah. now on the school app anytime the school app goes I think, yeah, oh, goodness, is this, are we going to be are we going to be self-isolate now Who's about? <laughs> and, and thankfully so far we haven't had that but then it's 
you know, if somebody is having self-isolated, then all those worries in regards to, to that as mm -hmm. well. And as I say, mm -hmm. I know I'm lucky to work from home. So a minor teenage years, so they can be here and they're old enough and responsible enough to sort of, you know, entertain themselves while I can work and they understand that. Yes. But it's then yeah. those parents that, like yourself, also, that maybe has a, a younger child at home. And, yes. you know, how do you manage them? you know, them self-isolating, plus you working from home, you know, amongst mm -hmm. all the worries and concerns. It's, yeah. it's, um, it's, it's unbelievable because I was very lucky because the nursery reopened in August and I was praising the ground. <laughs> because <laughs> they were able to take him in and of course I was anxious about leaving him because I thought god am I really doing the right thing but I knew the measures they had in place were amazing and he was so safe you know he was yeah. well protected and and he learned so much he does he he gains so much every day his language his social interactions and for me to work it's it works better you know because yeah. with a toddler and I, I can't even imagine how parents have done it with a toddler and maybe a baby at home because there's just no way you can do it you know you can't work from home with young children it's impossible impossible and I would love to hear what someone has because you know they need feeding they need supervision they need support they need play that yeah there's just there isn't the time to work when you have small children yeah at home <laughs> Yeah, I know um, it's it's tough. It, it's been extremely tough. And I think as well, you know, at the beginning, we we all kind of thought that it wouldn't last quite as long as this. Like I certainly didn't. I thought that, you know, max it would be until three months. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it's hard. It's hard to imagine how different um, the view was back then of you know the actual duration of this because I don't think anyone really had fully thought out oh this could be you know nine months or this could be yeah. a year or it just kind of hadn't really landed um, yeah. so a lot of parents have kind of they, they put together like short-term solutions to try and keep everything running in the same kind of levels that modern society kind of requires us to work at and mm -hmm. it's just not sustainable um, I think it's great whenever workplaces uh, can be flexible as well for their staff and it's you know mm -hmm. allow for parents who maybe do have young children to, to flex their yeah. offers a bit because I know that you know that there's many workplaces that have allowed that and I think that's absolutely fantastic and something that mm -hmm. really all workplaces should consider yeah. doing especially yeah. during this um, yeah. and you know there is there is support out there if you are listening and maybe you're kind of struggling or you're finding it difficult to keep the momentum up and stay positive, which is completely understandable at this point in line. You can call us on um, 0808-8010-722 and there are people available who will be willing to speak with you and can talk through all of your parenting problems. You can also go on our website at um, parentingandi.org and you'll be able to find loads of resources, loads of top tips, download our app, all sorts of different support um, to help you get through this period. Um, but on that note, 
I just want to say um, a huge thank you to the both of you for chatting to me about this. Um, and no problem, Catherine. Thank well, you. I suppose it's not all doom and gloom. The thing is that we've learned so much through this pandemic. It's like, you know, it's the little things that mean the most, you know, that we would take them for granted because we never had time to as parents. We're so busy. Yeah, so, absolutely. yeah. We've all had a bit more time to sit and kind of take a bit of a step back from the like frenetic pace of, of life, <laughs> which sometimes yeah. we just don't really get to sit and kind of be positive for what we actually do have right on our doorstep. And yeah, I think a lot of people have reconnected with their families in kind of a way that they would never really have had the chance to before. So that's definitely mm -hmm. one positive thing that we can take out of the pandemic. Um, and, you know, hopefully that continues after whenever life starts yeah. to get back to normal, which will be absolutely <laughs> beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I, I do hope that as, uh, you know, parents and society in general can kind of hold on to some of the really, really nice things that we took out of this, like a sense of community, and, yeah. you know, more of a sense of closeness with those who really matter. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you to all of our listeners who joined us today. We would be absolutely delighted if you would subscribe and then you'll get notifications and know whenever we're posting our next podcast, which should hopefully be around the end of December, maybe like a Christmas special. And if you could leave a little review and tell us your thoughts and maybe add some of your own views on how you've tackled the pandemic with um, living with your kids, we would absolutely love to hear them. So thank you.